But what makes us unique is we've got those 34 talents in different intensities. And it's actually finding out which ones are most intense in us. So which ones are the strongest? The chances of you meeting someone that has the same top five as you in the same order is one in 33 million. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Startup Student Podcast. And today we're kicking off a new series with Mark Brown. And it's about selling with your strength. And I'm here with Mark Brown. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me, Christine. So amazing. Um, I've, I've met Mark uh, actually online at a networking event that is um, taking place in the UK if you want to, but obviously it was online. Uh, we discovered we lived in the same um, city. You can say it's a city, it's a small city in mm. England, but we have not met whilst I was living there. Um, but probably that's one of the reasons why we get along so well. <laughs> Another one is because he's fantastic at what he's doing. And um, we decided to do also a marketing and sales training together, uh, which is amazing. So Mark, I'm going to hand over to you. Can you introduce yourself to the listeners a bit more? Who are you and what are you doing? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mark, as Christine said, and um, for 30 years, just about, it ages me quite a lot. For 30 years, I've been working in learning and development, uh, predominantly in training. So I started out all those years ago in training. Before that, I was a salesperson. I had about three different sales roles prior to moving into training. And I got made redundant from one of them. And I thought, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? Never dreamt of being a trainer. I'd actually done some training, delivered some training as a salesperson and I really liked it. So I managed to get a job with the people that trained me. I, I, um, I did a bit of telephone prospecting, I guess. And I phoned up one of the companies that trained me and just to see if they had any positions and being in the right place at the right time, I was fortunate to get a job in training and I couldn't believe it because it was, I don't know, it, it was kind of something I've never dreamt of doing, but always thought, well, I quite like doing this. So to actually phone someone up, find out they had a vacancy and get the job all in within the space of four weeks was, I, I found quite amazing. So I learned a lot in my first couple of years working there. And I had ever since, really, I've learned, I've learned a great deal. Um, I was doing sales training, which is what I've done most of in my training career. And I got made redundant from there as well. So about eight or nine years after joining, I got made redundant. And I decided with two other people that got made redundant to set up our own training business, a, a partnership, which we worked together for four and a half years. And then I, and I ventured out on my own and I've been on my own working on my own for past 17 years now. My so, God. <laughs> yeah, 17 years on my own. It's amazing. It's amazing. And about, so I was, I was doing the same work. I was, I was uh, doing a lot of sales training. I was doing some product launch training as well for 
people that organizations that were launching new products and about eight nine years ago i i started working around the area of leadership and management um what what slowly became apparent to me was that training the sales people is great but actually if they don't get supported back at work if they haven't got the right environment of the back at work the training they're receiving is it goes out of the window nothing happens so i thought i better take a look at what managers and the leaders do and i started working around that area as well and my my belief today still is is that there are there are lots of managers out there but there aren't enough leaders and the challenge is to turn some managers into leaders which knowing what i know now is actually quite a challenge so when we look at uh, clifton strengths which we're going to talk about shortly i'm sure is it's a it's a challenge for a lot of um a lot of managers to become leaders and vice versa the leaders to become managers so there, there are some really big challenges but people can do it they, they can get to a reasonable standard in most things and in some things they can be great and, and that's what what we should look at what we can be great at so i've been working with a model called clifton strengths i i became certified by gallup the organization who uh, provide clifton strengths and created it I became certified by them about six years ago and I've recertified, you have to recertify every other year. And when I first found out about it, I was quite amazed. And then when I went and learned properly about it and I went to get their education for a week in London, it was just astounding and it kind of changed what I want to do and how I do things now. So yeah, now I tend to work with individuals because it is coaching because everyone is so unique that coaching probably works best, but we can also do it in small groups, but they have to be really small groups for it to work. To get a group of 20, unfortunately, the individuals in that group generally don't get anything honed into them. So it needs to be quite small groups. And another great thing for this time, Christine, is that we can do it virtually. So it doesn't have to be face to face. So that's what I'm doing now. Amazing, yes. and. Uh... I'm, I'm uh, experiencing that firsthand because of the training that we both set up, uh, the marketing and sales training, where I do the marketing bit and you do the sales training and it's amazing. Um, I do actually uh, started recording and it will come out um, probably a month or two after this podcast is um, someone else who is a Gallops uh, coach, uh, but she is focusing really on leadership like you mentioned as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's a model that uh, apparently can be used in all kind of ways. <laughs> yeah, it can, so, yeah. Um, tell us a bit more how people can, um, how, first maybe how you work with people and then tell us a bit more about the, the model, the Gallup's uh, strength and the um, Clifton strength uh, model. Uh, I'm, I'm probably not putting it in the right terms. Um, and how can people use it for sales? So a bit more about how you actually work with people and, and what kind of steps people need to go through and mm. then how the model can help um, people to um, become a better salesperson as well. Yeah, that's a good question. So I, I guess one of the first things initially is to assess or to find out from people what, what it is they're trying to achieve, what, you know, what they want to, where they want to be in the future. So when, when you look at a coach, 
a coach is someone who takes a person from where they are now to where they want to be. Um, so it's actually knowing where you want to be is one of the key things surrounding any coaching is there needs to be a, a goal, there needs to be an outcome. Um, now, some people actually do Clifton Strengths just to discover, and that's all they want, which is fine. But it works best when you've got something you want to aim it at, whether that's improvement in what you do, or whether it's to get a new job, whether it's to get a job, or whether it's to get that promotion. But as you've said, it could also be for other things as well. So it could be, how do I get to get that new home? How do I get that car that I've always wanted? So it's not just within the work environment, although most of what I've done or most of what I do is, is within the work environment. And the way I, I work with people is that once they find out about it, about what I do, and it always seems to resonate with people. I'm not saying everyone does it, but it resonates with people when you start talking about finding out about their talents. That, that kind of resonates with most people. And what it is, it's not actually finding out about their talents, but it's finding out about their most intense talents. Because largely we've all got the same talents and Gallup have identified 34 different themes of talent that we all have. But what makes us unique is we've got those 34 talents in different intensities. And it's actually finding out which ones are most intense in us. So which ones are the strongest? And they're the ones that are easiest to work with. And they're the ones where you can get the best success and results. And they're the ones that enable us to sell. So the way that I would sell would probably be totally different to the way Christine would do it. And that's because our talents, if we use our talents and we're using them in the correct way, yeah, they're our greatest asset in doing a job really well or to near perfect performance, as Gallup would say, within the Clifton Strengths framework. So I tend to work one-to-one, -one, as I said. So it works best over at least three different coaching sessions mm -hmm. to cover three different areas, of, I guess, of learning about yourself, really, because that's what it is. Certainly the first two are about learning about yourself, and then the third one is, now you've learned that about yourself, what are you going to do with it? Okay. So what it isn't doing. So, yes. so sorry, just to, to um, go in there. So the um, what would interest me as well is when people do this assessment and what comes out of it, um, do you have people who are very surprised what comes out? Do you have even people that deny that this is true <laughs> because they don't like the outcome and they want to be someone else? Or do you have mainly people that say, ah, interesting let's have a look uh, and uh, like i think you you mentioned and also um what it's all about it's working with your strengths and there's more strengths uh, more more apparent than other ones that you probably should focus on instead yeah. of trying to increase uh, the strength uh, factor on the ones that are at the bottom um but yeah. how how do people react usually to the results because i will be very interesting to see what my results will be when i do it um and to see I, as well <laughs> so usually what happens is there is an element of surprise people are are somewhat surprised if people have done a lot of um this type of I guess assessment before 
then a lot of people when they read about them they think oh yeah yeah i, I can see that that's 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 similar to what i've learned elsewhere before although strengths goes into a lot more depth there's more depth to it so occasionally you get those now th there, there are two levels of assessment that you could take with gallup so you can take the assessment that reveals your top five so it will show you your top five strengths or top five talents and then you can do another one that costs a bit more and that will show you all 34. Now the most challenging thing is when people reveal all of their 34 initially because they can see all of them the first thing they do is look at the bottom and then sometimes uh, from that they get strengths envy they call it uh, and they uh, say well i want that one at the top I, I want that one because that sounds like what i should be that sounds like what i need so that initial response of lack if you like usually comes when people see all 34 but when you only see your top five mm. it's actually i think it's an advantage because you're only focusing on the stuff that's really really natural and intuitive to you mm -mm. yeah i i understand that ah, interesting interesting so you were talking about the different uh, phases and sessions let's say if we're talking about three sessions um mm. and i know we will look into each session over the next uh, three podcasts basically but if you uh, just summarize a bit okay what's happening in the in the first one what's happening in the second what happens in the third um but really just a short summary so people can already get like a little glimpse into what's coming in the next episode sure yeah so so in the first the first coaching piece if you like the first time that i would meet probably face to face on on zoom or teams or whatever it is on that one it's about kind of getting to know your top talents. So prior to that first meeting, the, the person, the participant, so it could be you, Christine, you, you, would, have, you would have taken your uh, Clifton Strengths assessment online and you'd have done that a few days before our meeting. And what you would have done, you would have read the reports that come out of it. So you get two reports. One of them is quite a generic description of your top talents and the other one's a unique description of your top talents based on you, your top five talents and the order that they appear in. So everyone's different because the chances of you meeting someone that has the same top five as you in the same order is one in 33 million. That is so, an amazing number and I know you mentioned that to me before and I think it's yeah. quite nice to know this number because uh, that means you are really unique and it also means you have to find your unique way for anything you're doing but also in, in sales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spot on. So, you, so you'd have that report and, and what I would ask you to do before is I'd ask you to read the report and particularly I'd ask you to read through it and underline or highlight in the report the words and phrases that most resonate with you. So in those descriptions, what is it about those descriptions that most resonate? So that when we meet, that's one of the things we can talk about. And then I'd, I'd ask, I'd, I would ask some questions of that individual that, that point to their strengths or point to their talents. So the idea is, is that the, the questions that are being asked are clues, if you like, and a connection to that person's talents. So we would do that, we'd, we'd get, a, um, 
kind of used to each other. I'd give some information about strengths and talents, and then I would find out about that that person. I would find out about you, and um, at the end of that, so that normally takes about seventy-five to ninety minutes for that session. And then at the end, I would ask that participant to do something. And what I would ask them to do is between now and the next meeting, which is usually a couple of weeks away, I would ask them to read out that report, that insights guide. I'd ask them to read it out to three other people and ask for their response, what they thought. And the idea behind that is, is that if there's anything in there that you think, well, that's not me. You know, I don't think that talent is me. Often the, the perception we have of ourselves is different to the perception of others. So if you read it to someone else, invariably they're going to say, well, actually, yeah, that is, that is you. And so the idea is, is that you get used to, the, um, you get used to the, those five top talents, if we're talking about the top five, you get used to those top five and it gets confirmed by other people. So then we, then we start believing that, hang on, this is, this is me. So that's the first one. Mm -hmm. The next one is all about thinking about times, situations we've been in fairly recently where we've used those, those talents. So in what situations, what happened, maybe why did you use that, that particular talent? You didn't know it was a talent, you just did it. But what was it that drove you to use that particular talent? And then... What I'd ask the person to do at the end of that, and that's 75 to 90 minutes conversation as well. So it's two ways. Not, I'm not, what, as a coach, what I don't do is I don't sit and tell people what to do. That's not what a coach does. So a coach gets the information from that participant or gets it from you. So at the end of that, what I would ask that person to do would be to start noticing. So this is future looking. I'll get them to start noticing when they're using their talents and actually make a bit of a record between now and the next meeting on what situation they were in in that moment and the the talent that they recognize they used um, which you might have to kind of look back at that at the end of the day end of each day so well, what i did today was x and i used y talent and it's just recording it and thinking about it and and Ideally, thinking about how at ease you were doing that, because most when we use our talents, we should be at ease. And then when we meet up for the third time, what that's about is now I know this. Now I know this. What am I going to do with it? Where am I going with it? How am I going to get from where I am now to where I want to be using one of my talents? Probably the top one. How's that going to help me? It doesn't have to be the top one because you might have a mix. You might have a mix of five and actually the number four is more suitable for getting to where you want to be. But um, we'll, say, we'll say it's the number one talent. So it's, about, it's really about how am I going to use my talents to get there? What am I going to do? Now, ideally, there would be some follow-ons from that because it would be really good to focus on a talent at a time. So rather than on that last that number three session, rather than saying, what you're going to do with all your talents, it would be to say, okay, well, let's focus on one. And then when we meet for the fourth time, we'll talk about a different talent. So that, so that would be the ideal, but actually to, to get into the, um, to get into the, 
talent well and start thinking about strengths, it, it probably takes about three meetings and, and people go away and put this stuff in place. And it's, it's amazing the change it makes in people. Amazing. Yes. And um, that, I think it's a lot of work that people have to put in, but um, there will be a lot of rewards for that because you at least know exactly um, who you are. <laughs> you find out more about yourself and you will know what are your strengths and how can you use them. And um, it will give you, if we're using them like uh, we're doing for this podcast in our training as well, yeah. um, for the sales, people will even see financial rewards because they will be able to close sales and uh, retain um, customers even better. So um, I think that's it, uh, what we wanted to go through in this episode. And uh, there's already a lot that people can take out there because I always feel if people share how they actually work with people, um, it already gives so much value because people then at least have a structure. Okay, this is what I need to do. Uh, they have heard about it. I will make sure I'm um, linking back to the Clifton Strength uh, Assessment um, from my website. So creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. You can find the link. And also if you want to link up with Mark, um, feel free to do that. I have his contact details also on this page. So that just leaves me, Mark, to thank you for your time today. And I'm really looking forward to talking to you in the second episode, where we are going basically more into detail about the first phase, the first meeting, the first step, whatever you want to call it, um, and give people some more tips around that. Thank you so much, Mark. Thanks, Christine. It's great to be here with you. Thank you. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.